And another thing And another thing And another thing And another thing Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing, the podcast that continues to set the bar in the world of podcasts. My name is Jody Jenkins. My name is Tony Clement. And we are back at it again, sharing our brand of podcast uh, intelligence, I guess is one way of putting it. It's one way to put it. And I know, Tony, you've been, you know, between your disco cruise and your True North Strong and Free conference. Uh, I know that's not what it's called, but it's something like that, right? Yeah, Canada Strong and Free Network. Canada Strong and Free. Every time I hear that, I always think of the the national anthem, a True North Strong and Free. Well, I think that's probably where they got it from. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I, I, I never think of Canada Strong and Free. I think of True North Strong and Free. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So maybe they should work on that. Yeah, maybe they need some uh, your of your advice. And by the way, I, I, I mean, I, I typically don't try and mention other hosts on our show and shows on our show, but we've had this individual on our show before. And that's, of course, Andrew Lawton. Yes. I noticed the other day he's on Cameo now. Is he on Cameo? Yes. <laughs> you know who else is on Cameo? John Mutton. John Mutton. Oh, oh yeah. Actually, <laughs> actually, I was kind of half joking. And then as I said it, I remember he sent me that link. Yeah. But Fer- Fergie Jenkins convinced him. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, my what word. What a time to be alive. I mean, I... Maybe we should be on Cameo, but then I think to myself, I I couldn't charge anyone to, I wouldn't let anyone pay for me to say hi to them or something. Or it's a happy birthday, you know, as he'd be. uh, But but I thought it was funny, Andrew Lawton, he's like, he's taking it pretty seriously. He's got like his produced bit for it and he's in his studio. And I guess, I guess if you wanted to, I would send maybe a, I'd send a nice note from him to like, uh, to like a liberal or something or some left leaning person. Well, maybe Michael Corrin. Oh, why is he making news? Or you mean just no, no, no? I just uh, oh. was just thinking of somebody else who'd been a guest <laughs> on our program. Hey, dear Michael, <laughs> send him that, and he clicks on the link, and Andrew Lawton. That'd be funny. Uh, we're just stirring the pot here, just stirring and stirring, stirring and stirring. So, anyway, this show is brought to you uh, each week by the team at Municipal Solutions. We already mentioned uh, their leader. John Mutton doing some amazing work in the municipal world. And I know, Tony, you can expand on what they do. Yes, yes. Uh, John Mutton and the team at Municipal Solutions. Of course, John is in Croatia right now with Anna, but uh, they're, uh, they're, they're busy. I don't know. They were taking down a tree stump when I saw on Instagram today. So they're putting them to work as a farmhand right now. But uh, regardless of that, uh, Municipal Solutions is Ontario's leading MZO firm, Municipal Zoning Orders. And they're there for you for development approvals, permit expediting, planning services with municipalities, engineering services, architectural services, even minor variances and land severances. They are there for you. Go to municipalsolutions.ca. And then our pals over at Hunters Bay Radio, 88.7 FM, huntersbayradio.com. Every Saturday, they have a whole slew of podcasts that they rebroadcast, including and another thing podcast every Saturday morning, huntersbayradio.com. Yeah, we have lots to 
comment on during this episode. I'm I'm not sure when this will air, but you know, one of the big stories that will mean nothing to you will be the fact that you know WrestleMania is uh, the biggest show on earth in the in the world of sports entertainment. That's happening in Los Angeles. Uh, it's probably maybe by the time this comes out, it's already happened. So you know, who are you taking, Cody Rhodes or Roman Reigns? Hey, can I ask you a question though? In all seriousness, I was reading this article about okay. um, this. Uh, went down this whole rabbit hole of uh, Guns and Roses and uh, their album Chinese Democracy, and one of the main players in this story about uh, pirated tracks from Chinese Democracy was a, a, a pro wrestler who is Prime Minister Louis Saint Laurent's great grandson. Does and that ring a bell with you, Mr. Saint Laurent? No, not at all. I, yeah. Like yeah, okay. that's Louis, his name? Yeah, Mr. Saint Laurent. Yeah. And oh, he was like no. he was a bad guy or something. Anyway, he he got involved in this whole uh thing about uh, these uh these leaked tracks and uh he he was a whistleblower that got this guy in big trouble for leaking the tracks. Anyway, it was uh it was quite the story, but they had a photo of this guy. He looked like he was about seven, eight, seven, nine. And, uh, and, uh, he was the real deal. He was a pro wrestler. Seven foot eight. I think so. Like, he looked, <laughs> okay. well, of course he was standing next to a dwarf. So or a, a little person. <laughs> okay. This is, this has gone weird right off the bat. I don't yeah, know. I know. I, yeah, really. Well, you, uh, you talked about WWE and it just got me going here. So I don't know what to say to you. Anyway. Well, so who you pick? Cody, Cody Rhodes or Roman Reigns? Um, Roman Reigns. Oh, you're going to go against. You're going to go against the popular opinion. Oh, am I? Okay. Cody Good. Rhodes would be, a, well, I think most would say Cody Rhodes is the favorite, but. Okay. Do you remember Dusty Rhodes? I remember Country Rhodes. Oh, God. <laughs> and they, took, <laughs> they take you home, do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay, so. I remember Old Town we're Road. Gonna, we're gonna, yeah, Old Town Road. Yes, that's, uh, who's that again? Nas X or whatever? Yeah, yeah Nas X, yeah. Lil, 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 Lil Nas Lil. X. Yeah. Uh, by the way, what is it with rappers putting Lil in front of their? They do Lil a Nas X, Lil Wayne, Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, isn't there? Is there's probably more than that, but that's all I can think of. Right little now. Snoop Dogg. I don't think there's a little Snoop Dogg. <laughs> no, I know. Um, okay, so let's move on to. You can choose budget or um, Aaron O'Toole. I'd like to start by talking about pickleball. Okay, Aaron O'Toole, it is. <laughs> So Aaron O'Toole after, uh, I know we were talking earlier about this on a, uh, pre-show phone call. Yes. We were, um, I thought he, I thought he was elected around 2010 or 11, but it was actually 2012 when he ran in that by-election. Yes. Okay. So 11 Good. years, 11 yeah. years. And I don't think it turned out the way that he thought it would, but, uh, what was the, uh, what was the comment you made about, uh, what is it? The British saying about politics or something? Uh, every political career ends in failure. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, anyway, your thoughts? You you worked alongside him. Yeah, you know, and and you know, I I wish him well. I really do. And um, I I think that obviously you're right. It didn't. He he wanted to be prime minister, and he had a shot at it, which is more. I you know, I never had a shot to be prime minister, right? Yeah. So, uh, good on him, and um. But uh, it was ju- it turned out to be not the right time, and and 
I would say that somebody else has already said this, so it, it's not my um, insight, but you can't really judge his political career until you f- you see what happens next. If Pierre Polyev wins a you know wins government, then I think uh, Aaron O'Toole becomes a little bit more of just a, a little note in the corner. Um, if Pierre Polyev flames out, then I think there will be those who argue that Aaron O'Toole's path to victory was that in fact the better path. So, um, so we'll we'll all find out together, I guess, Jody. Yeah, I think with Aaron, and I, I like Aaron. I think he's one of those guys. And again, you don't know what you don't know, and hindsight is twenty twenty. But he seems to. I, I feel like he's. And it wouldn't have been me, but I'm just saying. I feel like he's one of those guys that like you'd sit down and you'd just say before, like before getting into politics, like, are you sure? that this is what you want to do, right? Like, right. you know, someone who has that background knowledge and experience. But, but his dad was a was in politics too. No, like I know, but I don't know. In the, so what my next comment was going to be, but in that 11 years that he's been in there, I would say, and I, you might agree or disagree, but politics, the landscape of it has changed oh, dramatically. dramatically. And I think, I think his dad came from a time where it was the, oh, shucks, he's a good guy. And, you know, we might not like him, but, uh, you know, there might be a small protest. But, you know, it didn't go much further than that, right? Like, it's it was a different time. And I think I think even people that were in politics back in the day, seeing what they see now would be like, yeah, I'd, I would advise you to not do that. Right? Yeah. I, th- I think that's a very insightful comment because uh, the um, with the 24-7 news and with social media the same it's uh, just a uh, let's face it it's a more toxic environment there's no question about it yeah and it's 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 like anything that you know we talk about this a lot but the the reality is that you are only as good as your last election right or your last campaign in this, in this thing and yeah. you are and I, again i say this ad nauseum and people might get sick of it but as quickly as you come in quickly even quicker they toss you out and you're you're yesterday's news and it is a it is a there's a you know some people can deal with it but i would say the majority of of politicians that have been, that have been chewed up and spit out it 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 hurts and it's uh it's it's something that they struggle with and i think that i, I don't think it's getting any better let me put it that way no um, no no and we also talked about this on the phone too is i think you know the politicians that kind of go out um, you know, make their make their exit the way they would want to do it are the ones that probably have an easier time uh, as opposed to the ones that go out uh, in a way that they didn't expect to go out, right? And there's very few of the former and a lot of the latter. I, you know, the only one I can think of off the top of my head on the former is uh, Pre- Premier Bill Davis of Ontario in 1985, so two or three generations ago, who picked uh, picked his own exit from politics and never look back. But, you know, you, you look at the people that came after him, you know, either they were forced out by uh, a caucus or by, you know, a party that was ready to move on. I, I, I think of uh, Jean Chrétien that way, who had, you know, f- four wins in a row, didn't he? I think yeah. he had 93, 97, 2000. No, he had three wins in a row. 
uh, and um, and so eventually forced out by Paul Martin and uh, a caucus that wanted to move on. So even he had a sad ending, even though he had won three elections in a row. Uh, and so that seems to be the norm, even when you're even when you've won elections, <laughs> they don't want you around. Well, look at them. look at Stephen Harper. He went out. Obviously, the way he went out was not the way no. he wanted to go out. And obviously, as you know, speaking from a conservative side of the ledger, you know, we many conservatives look to him as you know an excellent leader and one that you know people pine to have him back. And so, uh, I, it's it's true. I mean, there's a lot of great politicians, a lot of great um, stories and victories and and whatever, but. You know, you you they're private. I don't even know if you could count on one hand the ones that have done it the way that they've wanted to do it. Uh, other than you, might, maybe Hazel McCallion. You know, yeah, yeah, she 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 left. Uh, you know, and uh, I think she could see the writing on the wall that yeah. uh, that it was time to go. But uh, yeah, I mean, she had well over two decades. So she she created Mississauga. No one no one can dispute that. And um, so I, I believe she left on her own terms. That, that's look at John point. Tory. I mean, John Tory had you know went through a hellacious ride in the in the um, Ontario PCs, right? It was right. bad. Uh, kind of rose from the ashes. The birth of the Phoenix uh, was well on his way to, I think, cementing himself as a you know legendary Toronto mayor. And you know, poof, poof, gone, right? John, John who, right? Like, so uh, I could see, it'll be interesting to see, there's two things I was going to say. It'll be interesting. I think, I think Justin Trudeau will end up being a bad ending to his. I do think that will happen. Yep. Whether or not he, he notices it is another story. Uh, but it'll, I'll be interested to see Doug Ford's exit plan because he's yep. a guy that I think could do it his way. Because I don't, honestly, Tony, I don't know about you, some people might think I'm I'm way off on this. I can't see. I just can't see Doug Ford losing. Do you know what well, I mean? Like I can't very, see him. I can't yeah. see him going into a situation where he he thought there was a chance of him losing. Yeah. Well, so far he said he's running again. So. Yeah, I just don't see it because he. I, I don't know. I, I, it's. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, we wish obviously Aaron wish wish Aaron all the best. Yeah. Any predictions on where he ends up next? Um, not really, not no informed predictions. Uh, he might go to a law firm. He's a lawyer. So he might go to a law firm or he might have some other plans. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe he's going to have his own podcast. Oh, he already has one. He does. Yes. Jody. Of course. Who doesn't actually, why, why should I be surprised? <laughs> who doesn't have a podcast? Who doesn't have a pod? There what's are 7 podcast? million podcasts. What's his Jody? podcast called? Oh, I don't know. It's something. I'll have to look it up now. No, but, I did uh, not, but uh, he's um, but already there are so like the body isn't even cold, and there are people circling around uh, for the nomination already. So, well, that doesn't surprise you. Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, come on, Blue, like, Blue Skies, Blue Skies Blue podcast with Aaron O'Toole. Oh, okay, who? Um, any any like when you say people are circling in that area, like any names, or do you mean like new names, or? Like, uh, I know of a name that I can't reveal. Okay. But the other name that's interesting that is circling around is Lindsay Park. Do you know who that is? Lindsay Park. Oh, wait. She was the, wasn't she an Ontario PC? Yeah. And then she got kicked out of caucus. Is she still in, 
in there or did no, she not run? She didn't run and she didn't run last year. Oh, I remember. What was I remember her barely. What did what happened there? It was something to do with vaccines or something. She did not um, accurately and truthfully re- oh, reveal her vaccine her status. status. Her status. Isn't that, you know, we look back at that and I just think, isn't it stupid that she was booted out for that or whatever? I know. I know. Like, anyway. Okay. So, and what is his, his riding is Durham. Durham. Just Durham. Just Durham. Durham in general. Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I'm sure there'll be a, the cast of Ben-Hur because that's a great conservative seat. So there'll well, be a lot of sit, people. Should we have an intervention and sit down with her and go, are you sure that this is something you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, she, if she doesn't know by now, yeah, that's true. She ain't exactly. Know. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah, I guess she's gone through it through it all. Yes. So. Yes. So, uh, but we do wish Aaron well. Can I talk about pickleball now? Yeah. Why pickleball though? Well, I just don't like it. It's taking over the tennis courts. Uh, I'm not a tennis player. I should I should uh, make that clear. I'm a squash player, but I'm a friend of tennis players, and it's uh, creating a lot of bad blood in our society. And it's barely. It's it does have some value as exercise, but not a lot. And it's the fastest growing sport in North America. Well, don't you remember one of our past guests, David Boussier? Do you remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he's, he is a huge pickleball guru, you know? Oh, I didn't know that. Huge. I think we talked about pickleball on the show, but. Well, I, I just want to go on record. If there's any other um, people listening to our podcast who don't like pickleball, message me and we'll uh, start we'll, a group or like start a, little... a group or something like with the anti pickleball league. Well, did you see too that like it's on TV now, like it professional is? pickleball? Well, I know there's professional. Yeah. 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 It's on TV. Like it's, it's quite comical actually. Oh, not, I mean, it's not, I don't, I shouldn't say it's comical. I just, I, I kind of agree with you. It's, it's taking over everything. I heard one story where a guy was, was literally going through cancer treatments and there was a pickleball court right outside his house. And that that's, that makes a unique sound when the ball, the plastic ball hits the plastic paddle. Okay. Not not a nice sound. Yeah. He he preferred his cancer treatments to listening to the pickleball. Oh my gosh. That was his complaint. Oh my gosh. So anyway, so that's my pet peeve of today. So thank you for listening to me on that. We've touched on wrestling, pickleball, Aaron O'Toole, and now we'll move on to the budget. Yes. Do you want to talk? Actually, no, no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Someone brought to my attention about our one of our favorite MPs, Mr. Mark Gerritsen, who apparently is is locked into a Twitter war or sorry, a small Twitter spat with another past guest, Warren Kinsella. Are you aware of that? Yes. Oh, come on. What's going on? There are some, uh, well, here, I'll read one of the tweets here because I have, uh, this was a tweet that was sent to me from a loyal listener because they asked if I was aware. I said no. So the tweet, this was on March 30th. So Warren, something must have happened. I don't know what sparked this, but Warren tweeted, Mark Gerritsen is one of the stupidest people I've ever encountered (laughs) in politics. And that's saying something. Way to go. Oh, my word. Mark Mark Gerritsen tweeted back with, Warren is one of the stupidest people I've encountered anywhere, and that's saying something. And then Warren tweeted again, he's not even original in his insults. Yeah. What else could you expect from a guy who couldn't even make it as a DJ at a dive bar? Oh, <laughs> well, you, you were telling the story. That's where you met him at a dive yeah, bar. Yeah, I used to, I, we worked in the hub in Kingston. So I was a DJ at AJ's. I always thought he was just a doorman slash bartender 
but apparently he did some DJing at stages. But, uh, you know, personally, he was the second. If he was a DJ, he was the second best DJ in the hub because I owned the title. So Yes, of course. Yes. But anyway, I don't know. I'm surprised you weren't aware of that. No, I was not. I, I do try to stay off Twitter as much as possible. But I just yeah. want to know where that original tweet, because, War- I mean, Warren wouldn't have just tweeted that out without something triggering it. But well, just he, say- he's been active on the um, Chinese communist uh, oh, okay. file. He's Mark not- Garrettson is one of the stupidest people I've ever encountered in politics. And that's saying something. And Way that's, to go. That's, ladies and gentlemen, the where... This proves our point that the quality of political debate in our society is. Yeah. Well, actually, sorry, the I forgot a part. Is it actually what he said at the end was, uh, "Way to go, Kingston," as if to say, "Oh no, you know, thanks for thanks for electing this guy." <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my word. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Let's move to the budget. Yes. And, what do you want to say? Uh, what did you think? I don't know. I did. I mean, lots of spending. Lots of lots of. I don't know. Lots of spending. (laughs) I mean, it's uh, the only thing that I want to say about it is, you know, they couldn't even for like four months, four months ago, Christia Freeland did her fall statement and she said, we're going to return to fiscal balance in five years, which is, you know, even that would be a long time, but okay. They had a plan to get to fiscal balance in five years. Yeah. That's all blown out of. They, they didn't even keep their that promise for like five months. Yeah, that's all gone. Like, w- w- there's no end in sight to the deficits with this government. Uh, they just spend, 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 and uh, trying to outspend Joe Biden on um, on uh, uh, you know green subsidies. Yeah, and uh, here's it, here's an interesting point. Tale of two budgets. So the federal budget. Um, predicts that this year the Canadian growth rate will be 0.3% for the GDP, okay? Yeah, yep. The Ontario budget, which came out a week earlier, Peter Bethel and Falvey's fud- budget, yep. predicted an Ontario growth rate of 0.2%, so lower, and they're still, they're still minuscule, but Ontario is going to have a surplus, uh, you know, maybe in a year and a half, but I bet you it'll be even sooner than that. Yeah. Yes, did I did see that. So that's the that's the t- you know Ontario can get to balance budget, but apparently our federal folks cannot. So there you go. Yeah, I I have no idea. I mean, it's, it's one of those things now where it's like, what do you do? <laughs> well, I just mean it means more inflation. It means higher housing prices. It means more taxes. By the way, as we're recording this, you know what's happening tomorrow? Uh, Gas tax. The gas tax is going up, what, 14 cents or something? 14 cents? Something like that. Oh, geez, I got to pay closer attention, I guess. I just saw a video uh, today about yeah. Pierre was pumping his gas. So yeah, do you see that? Better, yeah, run, out, better run out and get something, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He was at the gas station pumping his car with gas before it's too late. He's a man of the people. He is. He's a common person. He's so, for anyway, the people. That's, uh, that's the only thing about the budget, and it's already it's already yesterday's news. The, the budgets are not the same as they used to, where they had some vitality for weeks on end for for the incumbent party. They're they're they go they come and go in twenty four hours. Yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because one thing that I always noticed about budgets and always saw the story, and I saw nothing on it this year was uh, did did Freeland get new shoes or whatever? Yeah, she did. She got some some practical pumps. 
Okay. Did they do? I didn't see anything on that. Yeah, I saw a photo of it. Oh, okay. They did a photo up. I used to, when Jim Flaherty was delivering the budget, Yeah, I, my seat was next to his. So that was like prime time. You know, I, I prayed for long speeches because I was always in the camera. <laughs> he was doing his thing, and I was making sure that his if if he if he drank uh, his water glass empty, I'd make sure I'd get a page over to to get his water glass uh, filled again or replaced. And then when he finished, I knew when he was going to finish his speech because I could see the speech on his lectern. And every time he finished, I'd be the first one up to shake his hand, and that would be the shot. For the newspapers the next day. Nice. It was like, it was like I wasn't delivering the budget, but I was trying to get as much out of it as I possibly could for as a, as a venal politician. So there you go. So the, the headline slowly morphed over time, budget after budget from like, you know, government delivers powerful budget to Tony Clement once again gets in picture with finance minister. <laughs> yes, and he gets in for the smarmy yeah. <laughs> shot. I shook his hand before Harper got a chance to. <laughs> you're, you're turning your head and smiling at the camera. And- yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's uh interesting time. So, yeah, you're right, though. It's an old story now. So I guess yep. we better we better move on to something different. Then. We're going to move on. We'll, we'll uh, I'm sure our next uh, podcast will come up with some other interesting issues. <laughs> I was going to say, too, I saw the uh, Ontario NDP released a post-mortem of their campaign. Oh, what did they decide? It didn't work. Yeah, good, good, good on them. <laughs> Figuring that out. I saw so. somebody was criticizing Andrea Horvath already for being, <laughs> being, being mayor of Hamilton for 100 days and not accomplishing anything. Did you see that? <laughs> it it's, like, it's stuff like that that makes you wonder, like, why, why, yeah, why, why? why? Seriously, even this business. It's much more fun being on the other side, just commentating on it. But you know, it's true though, is if if things like that didn't happen, we wouldn't have much to talk about. That's true. Speaking of not much to talk about or haven't heard a lot lately, Patrick Brown. He's uh, big on the uh, auto thefts, uh, theft file. I never hear anything about him anymore. No, he's got these, he's got these little sort of condom, they're not really condoms, but they wrap around your... Uh, your key fob. Okay. So when, when it's in your house, there's something protecting it from the software that can. Oh yes, I've heard it. about that. I've heard about that. Yeah. So he's going to be handing them out to every Bramptonian who wants one. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't realize that's like quite the slick system. These people will basically they come up, kind of get the the uh, info they need from a software computer perspective from your key fob. And then they're able to replicate that, and then they just go yeah. back and take your car. Bing, bing. Uh, I, uh, short story, but uh, my wife's uh, partner, like law partner, um, she had a Lexus. It was stolen. She she lives in Toronto. She gets a replacement Lexus, and the the thieves have tried to steal it three times already. Really? And so she's like given up. Like so, she gave up. She drove the Lexus to an underground parking garage away from her house uh, to protect it. And uh, that's what she has to do because they keep trying to steal her car and she's got some other device on it, which lets out a a massive scream of a sound if they try to disable it the usual way. So they've tried to disable that sound uh, before they steal it, and they they were almost able to do that and steal the car, but they they failed. So this is this is what it's like 
in Toronto these days or Mississauga or Brampton, you know, uh, car thefts are up 80% or something like that. So which, which next which mayor or which mayor candidate of Toronto is going to fix that problem in the TDOT? Well, I, I, it's going to be interesting. Uh, have you been following the Toronto mayoralty race? A little bit. Who's, who's the, who's the favorite? Well, I think the favorite's got to be Mark Saunders. Seriously? Former chief of police. Sure. Yeah, I know who he is. You think he really, he has a shot? Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, because of all the crime in the city that that poor 16-year-old kid was stabbed to death at Keel Subway. Uh, wouldn't you want an ex-chief of police 100, to be your 100%, mayor? but I'm just, I just, I guess I'm not in Toronto enough to know the whole political landscape, but I feel like the lefties have a little bit of a hold on what could happen there. But you're saying that you think that that, that he could be, he could be the one. Well, Ma- Main Street did a poll already and it was neck and neck between him and Olivia Chow. Oh, sweet. Is she in yet or no? Uh, she's talking about it at least. Okay. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that because I didn't know if he was like a, a front runner or one of the perceived front runners. I thought it was like that Josh Matlow or whoever those guys are. Well, Matlow's in there too. So maybe yeah. Matlow and Chow are splitting the vote from, okay. on the progressive side. But, uh, well, I you're think- right though. I mean, if there is more crime and more bad things happen, it probably doesn't hurt uh, doesn't hurt him. So Mark yeah, Saunders exactly. Yeah. So interesting. anyway, interesting. I, I don't have, I neither live nor work in Toronto, neither do you, but we can at least observe what's happening. Well, I do know, didn't Doug Ford get some heat for kind of endorsing well, Mark Saunders? Doug, so the premier says, well, I'm not endorsing anyone, but I think I think Torontonians would be crazy not to vote for a candidate who's pro-police and uh, pro, yeah. <laughs> it's like all this, basically Saunders resume without saying yeah. Saunders' name. <laughs> I'm not going to endorse anybody, but if I had to vote for somebody, I'd vote for Mark Saunders. <laughs> exactly. So don't yeah. take that as an endorsement. That's no, what no. I'm telling you I'd vote for. <laughs> no, no, exactly. So <laughs> oh, that's, it. that's in June. So uh, there'll be plenty of shenanigans, I'm sure. Yeah, not a lot of time, but. And yeah, have you ever met that guy, Mark Saunders? I don't think I have, actually. Okay. Yeah, he ran, he ran uh, for the Ford PCs in the last election. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. He did. And he lost it comes, by it all comes full circle, doesn't few, it? A few hundred votes to I think one of the few liberal seats. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And so just quickly, because you mentioned liberals and we I I wanted to ask it earlier. Do you you're you're in the know with the conservatives and like uh the political landscape in Ottawa there? Is there any any rumblings of a earlier election or anything happening or what? No, I think uh, we're, uh, as you as you know, the NDP pledged to support the budget and they said that they wouldn't uh, vote against the government because of the Chinese communist interference. So I think, uh, I, as I said, as I've been saying for months now, I don't think it's going to be in 2023. I think it's going to be in 2024. Which is, is that when it was originally supposed to be anyway? No, 2025. So what do you, what would trigger it in 24? Something. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a minority parliament. Yeah. Three yeah. years is a long time for that kind of parliament to exist. So Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, the new Democrats there in Ottawa, they know they'd be screwed if we went to an election right now. Right. Like, I think the liberals would be wiped out too. I think, well, I think. The NDP be- are still like, if you, if polling is something, I, who knows? But the NDP are hanging in there around 19, 20% of the vote. So, yeah. Well, you know what they say polls are good for. Yes, I do. <laughs> Actually, speaking of which, I'll be at an event next uh, Friday here in uh, Quinty West. 
and uh, a pollster will be there. Do you want to guess which pollster will be there? Um, who? Well, one of them is from Belleville. A pollster from Belleville. Yep. Who? Nick Nanos. Is he from Belleville? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, him. I'm pretty sure. Now you're making me question. No, no, I, 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 I trust you on that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got. He's either from Belleville or he's got connections to Belleville. Okay, Let's, let me see here. Uh, he's doing. Like, he's doing yeah, a thing. Yeah, son of the son of Greek immigrants. He grew up in Trenton, Ontario. Trenton, but not okay. Belleville, but Trenton. I'm okay, in, close in enough. Quinty, the Quinty region. So, uh, what's he doing? What are you guys doing? Uh, it's a how actually Tim Hudak might be there too. It's a housing summit put on by the Quinty District Association of Realtors and. Aurea, so I assume that's the Ontario Real Estate Association. Association. Yeah. So, that's Tim Hudak. I would, if Nick Nanos is there and it's Aurea's putting it on, I'm guessing Tim Hudak would be there. Sure, you would oh. think, right? Well, you should be our on the spot guy there. Maybe get some. Oh, uh, I'll be, yeah. I'll be doing some riveting interviews. <laughs> just like just mind blowing. I, I, I can count on you, Jody. I'm going to say to Nick Nanos, who's going to win, Cody Rhodes? Roman Reigns. Exactly. But then it'll be a week after the fact. So he, if he doesn't know, then, you know, we're kind of screwed on that. Front. Yeah, that wouldn't, may not work. But, wouldn't uh, be good. Maybe Steve Pakin will be there too. Wouldn't that be great? I haven't heard from, actually the last, te- well, you saw the emails. The last email was from Steve was that he was, uh, what was the word? He shocked. Yeah, he was chi- He was chiding you. Yeah, for I not knowing this singer or something. Yeah, he didn't, uh, didn't like the fact that uh, you were not aware of, um, uh, Darlene Love. So do you, you know what's funny though, and I'll, I'll bring this up now. It's like, I mean, I'm not someone who like begs to get attention or whatever. It just seems to happen naturally. But you know, we've had Steve on what three times? Three times. We've invited him, right? Steve has never, ever. Well, yes, you, but he's never even like asked me to do even like a remotely small thing for his show. Never. He doesn't, you know, like, who doesn't book the guests, Jody? Who does? His producer. Well, he could say something. <laughs> I know this guy, Jody, who's an expert in like homelessness, wrestling, uh, entrepreneurship, politics, podcasting, broadcasting, you know, all around. Well, why doesn't Kinsella have, him on, have you on his podcast? He's got a podcast. He does? Yeah. Okay, Steve has a podcast too. Like, is it very? Does he book the guests for his uh, his podcast? Well, the On Poly podcast typically it it has a few guests here and there, but typically does not have guests. It's just him and his co-host doing. Oh yeah, doing. commiserating on past Ontario politicians, or just talking about the or news. Talk- you know, here's what happened in the budget. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I here's the thing though, and I know I'm, I'm probably at about I don't know. 10 to 8 tomorrow morning, I'm going to get an email about this or something. But, like, I don't know what I have to do to even get considered to be on the show with him, right? Because at this point, you know, even if, like, Steve said to me, look, Jody, I I want you to come on. You know, I'd respectfully have to say no. I'd have to say, I'm sorry. (laughs) You just can't. I can't do it now, Steven. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You're going to blow him off. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. By the way. By yeah. the way, I will say this too, and Steve, I know you're listening. I placed a couple dollars on the Red Sox to win their opening their opener. Yes, they lost. Oh, couldn't believe it. 
Although they made it interesting. I think did they did they played Baltimore. I don't know who they played, but I know they were down big and then they, they ended up losing 10, nine. So it was interesting. Oh, it was Blue nice Jays, to see the Jays, Jays won. Jays won. Yeah. Kansas I can't Blue. wait. I cannot wait. This is going to be a great season. I mean, I'm a, I watched that game and I'm excited, but this is a great time to be a Toronto fan because the Jays are starting up and the Leafs haven't been kicked out of the playoffs yet. Well, I saw, and I know you won't like this, but I saw that meme that was going around, like, congratulations to Montreal on clinching 32nd spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's, hey, listen, uh, at this at this point, because of all of their injuries, it's basically the Laval Rocket you're seeing. You're not seeing the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, is it a lot of AHL guys? Well, yeah, because they, they had, at one point, 12 injured players on their roster. Oh, seriously? Eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it was, it was, it was a crazy season. So I'm not, I, none of us and none of us Montreal fans are very upset because of these extenuating circumstances. Okay. You know, what's interesting. Speaking of the AHL, cause you know, that Belleville has an AHL team. Yeah. Bulldogs? The, um, no, 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 no. The Belleville senators. Senators. Yes. They used to have a Belleville Bulls OHL team, but every time, every time Laval plays Belleville and, Toronto, the Marlies play Belleville. That's when we get our biggest crowds. Oh wow! Not, not surprising, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, but yeah so the Mar the Marley, or sorry, the Leaf fans all come out for the Marlies games, and the Canadians fans all come out for the Laval games. So. Lovely. And yeah, just to just to going back to what I said about the Red Sox, it was they lost ten nine to Baltimore. Oh so my! They word. Did make a game of it, but still, like Steve, like come oh, on, like, Steve, you're the Red Sox them. guy. I have a talk with these them. people, so. I think he was down there and he like met Big Poppy or something, David Ortiz. Oh, really? Well, not in Boston. I think he was down south somewhere. Uh, I thought I, I thought I saw some pictures. Okay. Yeah. Well, so good for him. Uh, you know, and I don't, I don't think he's ever liked a picture of mine on Facebook either. Never. So. I think this is unrequited love, Jody. <laughs> Get this gimmick going next year. Next year it'll be Steve <laughs> and I meeting. Sound effects. Don't we have a sound effect for this? Yeah, we probably do, but I uh, that has to go through my producer. <laughs> okay, no sound <laughs> effects today. Uh, next year will be Steve and I in a steel cage at WrestleMania. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Anyway, all right. Well, we better wrap this up. Uh, yeah. Big shout out to John Mutton and the team at Municipal Solutions for their continued support. You can find them online at municipalsolutions.ca, and of course, uh, every Saturday morning at eight thirty, you can catch us on terrestrial radio hunters bay radio uh 88.7 you just did a rocking shindig right i did yes what was the theme of that one it was because it was uh international women's history month uh it was all female vocalists okay any tina turner i didn't do tina turner no adele no oh good lord who did you do (laughs) joan jett debbie harry joan baez no um, um, no, 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 you no. Say that with such disgust. No, no, no. I and uh, uh you know we had some uh, Canadian. Who's Debbie uh, Harry? Uh, Blondie. Oh, okay. Uh, Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. Hello. Okay. Yeah. July Talk. A female vocalist for July Talk. <laughs> I bet you did your uh, that other band you fangirl over there, the Dolly Rots. The Dolly Rots. I should. I did or not did include it. them. This you didn't. Time. No. You didn't. No, I went for some. You know. Pretty hefty female vocalists that uh, are very, very much celebrated. Or Sass Jordan? No, I didn't do Sass Jordan. Alanis Morissette? Yes, yes. Rita McNeil? No. Anne Murray? No. 
Oh, geez. Wow. Tony's rocking shindig, Jody. Sorry, I thought you were Canadian. My apologies. Well, I have to do the CanCon, but uh, I, did, I did have some Atlantis in there, July talk, as I mentioned. So there When's were... your next rocking shindig? Uh, it's in uh, four weeks. Okay. And what's the, what's the next best station in Muskoka? There is no next best station. Oh, okay. so only... I just want to know what to listen to in the next four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you who to listen to other than Hunters Bay Radio. Okay. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your week, Tony. We'll do this again in seven days. Yes, please.